Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday. What a day it is today. It's a day. It's another day. What are you pointing at? What do you got? The, the big screen why it's cut off? Yeah. Yeah, it needs to be at the moment. <laughs> Hi. How are you guys? Uh, we're working on the studio. So just let everybody know. And Roxy's going to ask questions and we'll have answers. I'm so excited. And, I, and I'll tell you what. You guys have done so much, so much, so much uh, already. If you haven't already, please subscribe, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found. We've been getting more sponsors, and that's really because of you guys. Even if you're watching on the YouTubes, if you are downloading the episodes, playing the episodes, whether you're driving in the car, you're at the gym, or whatever it is, it helps tremendously. And it really, really has been working, and I thank you guys so much. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention to everybody already, if you wanted to, I saw, I, this is on me. There were tons of people who wrote and said, Hey, you have a Patreon? And I you just assume, cause I put the link in the description every week that people know, and people have been asking, well, you, you never post about the Patreon itself. And I said, well, I talk about it enough, but this is, this is it. This is the Patreon. It is patreon.com slash the big thing show. And the link is in the description and there's the I card for it. Now you see that box right now that has the um it's it's there's nothing there with even bigger things well that's going to change come october it's going to be a 25 dollar tier and one of the writers from the schmodown pld who you may or may not know we should know he's awesome he's going to be running a um, a trivia show on on that tier we're going to be doing a couple other things so come on by it's, it's it's a lot of fun we've been really active over there so we hope you guys will join us and that's it man we got a lot of stuff going on today it's roxy's on the show brett's on the show we have so much news to talk about. This Deadpool thing, uh, House of the Dragon, Blade's getting a new director. I mean, there's, there's so much. That's just that's one of many things. This Dahmer show everyone's talking about. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. I pulled a lot of stories today, and I can't wait to talk about it with Rox and, um, and Brett. So let's get into this the big thing. Yeah, that's what I said. What's up, everybody? Thursday, Thursday. Roxy Stryer's here. Yeah. <laughs> Brett Sheridan's here with Yoda. I asked Brett beforehand, I said, you want Yoda in that shot? He's like, I kind of like him. Makes me happy. It's Yoda's birthday, apparently. Is it? Yeah. Oh, he's got my hat on. Yeah. And look at that shot. Roxy, what do you think in the studio thus far? It's looking Sick from the camera angles. Not bad, right? Yeah. I know from the camera <laughs> angles. <laughs> That's very true. Right. So you could see if you could see the the um the other side of the studio, it is a disaster at the moment. Like you have to like tiptoe in order to even get in this place. But this Yeah, it looks, looks really nice. good. It it's looks a good really disaster good. to have though. It is. It's of course. stuff that still needs to be built and put up and yeah, I'm I am i am not complaining. <laughs> I am not complaining in the slightest. I am. You are because yeah. you, you know you don't have to because <laughs> I don't have to do anything so I can just come in and say there's a lot of boxes in here. Yeah, it's true. And there are, and I'll tell you what, like look, I'm gonna show you this just for people that wanna see because people are like, Well, how much is left on the list? That is it. That is all that is left on the list. Ooh, that was, yellow chair. What are you thinking? Think about it for guests, mm. right, Brett? Because uh, we have yeah. so you see the corner they have the couch over there, rocks. Mm -hmm. Like, so we want to put like because kind I have, of. I, oh yes, yeah, kind of. I know we we have a special guest that might be coming in either the next week or the following. Who which is I'll, it? I'll tell you in a second. Okay. Um, but look, that's it. It's a vacuum cleaner, lens, some coffee. I have <laughs> special so, thanks to them for so, um, 
keeping my ass comfortable. Oh, yeah. This yeah. chair is sick. We got new chairs. The so chair we, before was yeah. very uncomfortable. There's dining room chairs. And I'm, I'm not Steph. I'm not packing back there. So it's just a lot of bone <laughs> on wood is, mm, was the situation. It, you know, but you know what? A little too early for that kind of talk. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got bone on cushion, which is much be- better, much better. What I will tell you is that um, you've never complained about it until afterwards, which is fine. Yeah, That's yeah. nice. Um, I, and I would have been okay if you would have complained about it because it's not – it was a necessity. Like, So what happened for me is when I got – when I left um, – when I left Collider – and I just said, okay, I got to set up some kind of studio. And it was, it, it, and I think it was Thad, and then you came over for a little bit, but it was, but Thad came over and really set up a lot of these. So this was in 2019 and helped me set up, but I, I didn't Pre- have Panini. Whoa. I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything. So I was like, okay, Rachel Cushing was generous enough to say, hey, I have a, I have a table, a dining room table and chairs I'm going to throw out. Do you want it? And I was like, yeah, I got nothing. So I put those in there. They lasted us for a long time. And Brett- sorry, but Rachel, your chairs sucked and they hurt my ass. No, but for the for I mean for a dinner, it been great. But yes. to do it to do a to, a shower a shower to do a shower with? Nah. Yeah, when I tried to shower with that chair, it was not working. <laughs> it was not working no. at all. Yeah, but I'm really grateful for the chair, and I'm really grateful for the headphones. The headphones. Yeah, I'm telling you because all of a sudden my head grew two sizes too small, and the headphones were like <laughs> sliding off. You of could literally look around and say, "I'm thankful for it." These lights that we have, um, yeah. Uh, this this stream deck that I'm using, like at the Nate moment. the Great, right? Nate the Great. There's so many name? first rate Nate. Yeah, Sorry. first rate. So many people that donated. It's incredible. Like there's there's that clock in the back, and then even people that not even necessarily for the list itself, but like Gentle Giant reached out. Look at all those oh. figurines on the back there with the, oh, the Storm sick. Shadow and the Cobra Kai and Darth oh. Maul. It's almost amazing. Follow up questions. Yeah. How is it possible that? Every single day that I came into Collider Live, I complained about how the microphone smelled, and no microphone here has ever smelled. Well, we got new cushions on them. <laughs> That's part one. What's the common denominator on that? Who knows? There was a lot of people coming in and out of that studio, yeah. to be fair. It was fucking disgusting. It was gross. It was gross. The way that it smelled was like, I can't. Who knows? I'm going to get an STD from being that close it, to the mic. Who knows what was going on, but there was a lot of, there was a lot of guests coming in and out. And who knows if one of them had halitosis? We they, don't know. They make, a, they make a spray for it too, or so. Like the the ones I got new ones uh, on the list because some were actually deteriorating. Yeah, they start right. to go. But like you can just take them and soak them in water and clean if you them wanted up to. A yeah, bit. no, yeah. we 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 replaced these and it looks better. Feels like we replaced the like someone that got us these stands, the new stands because the stands were really big and they were covering everybody's faces. Totally. And now now we got the real money maker. Yeah. Right. I pointed to Brett, but oh. you made it seem like I said myself. Yeah, it's true. Me and Yoda. The power of editing. Got the Schmodown belts on the on the shelf, and we got the Schmodown Spectacular, the final Schmodown of all time. It's going to be on um, the Schmodown Archives channel, which is also in the link in the description. You can watch it live October 1st, my birthday. Um, and I'm telling you, man, it's going to be a hell of a show, and I'm excited about it. Now, people were asking, like, because if you go onto the old Schmodown channel, there's no Schmodown matches on there whatsoever. Everything's private. You know, well, why Why would you do that? Because I had to. It was an agreement that I made when I, when uh, Skybound Entertainment was awesome in everything that went down um, before we signed with them, during, and then afterwards. And the, the agreement that I had with them with all the stuff that they helped produce was that I would only have that, uh, that material in one particular channel, and I had to choose. And I chose, and I chose, and I, the archive channel will be where it, 
where it lies, and you guys will be able to find all of it. So even if it's not up there now, it will be there eventually. So make sure you subscribe to that channel. But, um, yeah, I was so happy, by the way, that you made it to the spectacular. because it was, it was a chance that you weren't going to make I it. I didn't think I was going to yeah. make it. And then I did. I, I popped by for 45 minutes, and I was like, thank freaking gosh. Because you want to know, the night before... You had texted me, and and I felt so guilty. Not because you said anything. Right, you right. were like, completely understand. Your dad's in town. My dad hadn't been here in seven right, years. Right. And you were like, I get it. Don't worry about it. But then, because you were so cool about it, then I was like, fuck, I got to try to go. <laughs> like, I was hoping you had been more of a dick. And then the day of, Kate texted me and was like, I think it's really weird that you're not here. I, I did not tell her No, no, she, yeah. she didn't say no weird. She was just like... It feels like the last day of senior year. She said, uh, you've yeah. been a part of this from day one. I'm not pressuring you, but like it's it's bizarre that you're not here. And I was like, Dad will be back in an hour. <laughs> and he was like, Go, go. You didn't even tell me you had a thing. Because obviously I didn't, because I knew course, he would say to yeah. go, whatever it was. But I was so glad I was able to make it and kind of just like hug everybody and watch some stuff. Did feel like last take day. A picture with you. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I was doing. Did we take a picture? We did. Yeah. I posted it, man. I know you did, but I was like, well, you said it in a way that. You didn't that I, know I did. I did. Yeah, I did. No, you did. I did. Oh, he's on tape, Brett. He liked it. He commented. It's on tape. Nice try, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> go, back, go back. Look, there's a like. Just figure it out. I do think he did like it. I did. I think he said I'm something sure he did. like. Good to see you, kid. Yeah. You understand that? Oh, I did. Yeah. Do you understand that this thing's broken sometimes? Oh, I mean, whoa. Yeah. What's your whoa? Right. Like that, you know? <laughs> I'm totally. going to bring up the same thing that before we get into the topics that I brought up with uh, Ellis because it's really becoming a problem. The dog just keeps whipping his penis out everywhere. It, my, my In public? Everywhere, Roxy. Public the, penis? The, like the, it's, it's a problem. And you know what I didn't mention the other day, Brett? He's hung like a bull, <laughs> and he's a pug. And it's like even Sadie last night was like, it's just so disturbing because he, like, he sits down, and then you just... And it's like this arm comes out. And Is it pink? Like, yes, that's yeah, the problem. It's, it's 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 bad. And he's just like he's taking a dump. It comes out. He's sitting down waiting for boner food. or no? Yeah, yeah it's just, it's, 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 And then you know the kids are like, oh come on. And it's, he's just we got. I don't know. Your kids get what's happening. I mean, kind of. They just know that it's coming out. They don't know why. Do you, is this sex talk age? Nah, no. Well, one's five. Yeah, no. So just turned five. That, that's too young. And the other one's eleven, so not yet. Okay, what? Oh, like 10. that's like 10. that's like fourteen, kind of. We'll see. Yeah, there are kids. ones that you can do for littler one. There's a great book called uh, "Mommy Laid an Egg," and it's uh, kids asking hmm. like, you know, how are babies made, and the parents just tell them all this bullshit like storks and all this right, stuff. Right, right, right. And then at the end, the kids go, "Oh, because I thought the mom put." Or the dad put the penis inside of the mom and then <laughs> left. And then the, they're That's like, how it happens. Yeah, that how it goes. Yeah. And it, it it's a great book. It's because it's like they're making up all this. And then a stork flies in and blah, blah, blah. You know. Great I wrote book. it. Go Good check job. it out. It's called Mama Laid an A coming nice. Tuesdays this fall. I got to tell you, Brett, I got to give you some props, man. Ooh. These shots look good. Yeah. They really look good. The camera looks good. The studio looks good. Boom. Which like shot it. looks best? I'm still going to say. I say yours. I yeah. think yours looks the best. Is it because I'm in it? Maybe. 
Oh, it could be. So, what is just this is going to be really entertaining for the people at go home. Ahead, and you guys ahead. are so welcome. So, why does your shot need to be cut off on the side? No one heard what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> you I mumbled. You mumbled right through. I have not slept in a really <laughs> yeah. long time. And you're normally well, pretty clear spoken. This, is, this is what this is what you just said. So, I don't I don't mean to bore the audience, but I got to ask you this: Hamad, 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 Hamad. I got what you just said. Why is your shot cut off on the right side? Mine? Yeah. yeah. He didn't know. He didn't notice it. Oh, you mean no? The I screen. told him. You're talking about the screen. No, the, see that little no, black, black area on the right. Oh, and you said it has to be like that. Nope. No. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the. I thought you were talking about the, the screen itself. I was like, I don't. Was like, why? why did it we'll have just to let be? it go. No, you shouldn't have. <laughs> it has to be like that, rocks. Nope. What you don't understand is it has to be like that. Oh, right. Okay. I thought, well. you were, I thought you were talking about the 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 big screen. Another thing that was brought to by the audience is that screen in the background. The screen there. is sick, or as I like to say, yeah. Let's get let's get into some stuff. Um, let's start. Let's start with. We're Who's gonna double guy? up here. We're gonna start with, with Logan, um, and a comment that was made by James Mangold, right? Director of Indiana Jones, but also obviously director of um, Logan. So there's massive news, which we'll get into in a moment, with Hugh Jackman returning to the role of Wolverine for the upcoming third Deadpool film. And there's a lot of reaction out there, with a good chunk of it centered on James Mangold's 2017 film Logan. The film pretty definitively killed off Jackson's character, which led to much speculation about what incarnation we'll see in Deadpool 3. Mangold himself amusingly weighed in on all the chatter, posting a gif of X-24 impaling the original Logan on a tree. The reaction to that posting was swift and in some cases harsh, as some people either misinterpreted the gif or took it far too seriously. It got bad enough that Mangold was forced to, a few hours later, clearly, uh, clearly state clearly excuse me, his, his actual reaction to the news, to which he tweeted... Oh, my gosh. Everybody chill. Just kidding. I'm all good. Logan will always be there. Multiverse or prequel, time warp, wormhole, canon, non-canon, or even without a rationale. I cannot wait to see what madness my, my dear friends Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman cook up. Sean Levy will direct the third Deadpool, which is currently targeting a September 2024 release. All right, there's a lot here. And we can also talk about the news that yesterday, or when we recorded this, uh, I guess it was on Tuesday, Ryan Reynolds does what Ryan Reynolds does, and he just drops a social media bomb and says, hey, sorry, D23, you missed us, but we've been working on Deadpool 3, which everybody thought was happening anyway. But we've been doing some stuff. We've been working on some stuff. We want to make it different because Deadpool's always different. We want to do something big, and we couldn't come up with anything. So we thought of something, and then Hugh Jackman's walking in the background, and he says, hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? He says, yeah, sure, Ryan, why not? big smirk and then they announced that he's coming back and deadpool's coming back on december uh, excuse me what was it november 2024 is that what it is or is october it's 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 like either october or november 2024 and and roxy's gonna look it up but it's probably september no it is it's september it is it's september 2024 (laughs) because like yesterday with when i was doing the reaction i said um I go, oh, okay, it's coming out one year. And I see 2024. I go, good math, asshole. (laughs) September 6th. September 6th. 2024. It's it's two years. It's about a little less than two years it's coming out. So that means they've been... record filming it and doing all that stuff and and people are like oh that's that's too that's too far away i'm like it tells you they've been working on it because two years is pretty quick in the in the long run too far away for what because people's taste people wanted people thought that it was potentially going to come out in in next year 
Right, but it's not like we're being held up. Other things are contingent on this. No. So they're no. ju- they just want it quicker. Well, the question is, is it? We right? deserve it quicker. Oh, That's right. right. They've right. earned it. That's right. Um, quicker. Well, the question is this, though, because everybody was talking about X-Men. Yeah. And now it's like, well, wait a minute. Does this hold up X-Men? Like, what? what are we not going to get another Wolverine? Are we not going to? Uh, this is, is Hugh Jackman coming back to play him? They're going to continue that storyline? Like, what is it? And I think that what the answer to that question first of all i think you're going to start to get peppers in of of the x-men throughout the marvel cinematic universe soon i think even we've already uh, gotten it a little bit we have mm-hmm. in both ms marvel and i think and namor now has has confirmed that he's a mutant that the actor confirmed it um and i think we're going to get even more of that in black panther and i think doom's going to come in and i think we're going to start playing into x-men and all of those things re- real soon you think full-blown storm in black panther um i don't think storm because i think that they're still in agreement with fox uh, I think that they're. I think you can't use any of the original. Like you have to use the original actors up until like 2025. I think is the. No matter how many times I look into that, yeah. I don't. Un- can't I, find I, it. I no. I can't. The, I cannot compute the Fox versus Marvel. Like, mm-hmm. Every time somebody says something different to me, like, well, the thing about Spider-Man rights are, yeah. and then insert any. Five thousand different answers there. I think that the best way that I can, I, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you that I, I have a 100% clear cut understanding on um, which from, characters can be from what i from what i understand my interpretation of it is this that the actors such as hugh jackman um whether it's fassbender or mckellen any of those actors their contracts still are are held up in the fact that if you're going to use any of those characters act, uh, wolverine uh professor x any of them you've got to use those actors because of the contracts that they have with fox and that, and disney took those on as well so Did they, we do that in Doctor Strange? Yeah, I guess I guess that makes sense. Professor X, and yeah. then they're doing it again with Hugh Jackman now. For with, every. We, and maybe, maybe that was maybe that was the conversation. Maybe the conversation. Include New Mutants? Um, not necessarily, because New Mutants was never was. I mean, I guess if they use some of the New yeah, Mutants. Yeah, yeah. I, again, that's why I don't have a clear cut understanding of it. But I can say that it does make a little bit more sense now when you say, okay, well, they use Patrick Stewart. They're using. Hugh Jackman again because they go well look we want to use the character we have the multiverse so let's just use him plus it's Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds can get him back and that's probably why they didn't announce anything at D23 because they're probably still either finalizing or they didn't want it to take away or detract from a lot of the other stuff um that's and I I have no idea if that's factual that's just the way that I have interpreted what I've read um but it does seem to make sense and then once the once 2025 hits that's probably when you start to see with the multiverse starting to come to an end you'll start to see the new casting for wolverine and storm and all these people that's what i would guess my favorite part of the whole story is oh my gosh everybody chill you just yeah you just hear, i was gonna say the oh same. i love him gosh everybody chill mm-hmm. it's like because we can't we don't let creators be funny or cute anymore everything means something everybody everybody looks into everything mm-hmm. if you say something it's like law he's salty like somebody he, you take out your phone you tweet something in two seconds thinking haha that was clever and the world's like what the fuck did you just say social it's media man insane yeah. so he should stay off of it too though too he, sh- he should just be focusing he's he is one of my favorite directors really oh i love james mangold and that's why like i never for like i have said this I love Steven Spielberg. I'm never gonna. He's one of my favorites of all time. I was way. I would have been way more excited that Mangold was announced to direct Indiana Jones than if Spielberg would have been announced again. Um, I would. I mean, I liked if if you want to get input from him and everything. Absolutely, it's Steven Spielberg, right? 
Mangold is is just at a different level on that type of scale right now. What are you talking about? The whole time? <laughs> I'm just talking about right now. What's, what Spielberg is making at the moment, he's making powerful movies, whether it's The Post. I thought West Side Story is one of his best in like the, of what he's done lately. Oh, yeah, The Post. The Post. I mean, movies like that, I think he still he gets so invested in and he puts and, and he's just a great filmmaker and he does that. The big budget blockbuster movies... They haven't really hit for me with him lately. Um, and I just think that he's done it already. He does what else does he have more to prove? Mangold? Mangold right now is just firing that trailer, man, for Indiana Jones. Holy shit. What are the good. other Spielberg movies that have happened recently? I'm recently? Not, yeah. I mean, if you look at if you go in and you look at recently for Spielberg, I mean Ready Player One, I I like I loved that movie. I like it, but it, it's it's not like it's not looked upon as as one of the All right, let's see. Since go ahead. Let's, let's he go made since. a music video on an iPhone. He sure did. So since 2011, Ventures of Tintin and War Horse. I, and I loved, I loved both of those movies, but not. And War Horse is not a big blockbuster movie. It's more so in the vein of The Post and everything. Yeah. I love both of those movies, but they're not. Two, 2012, yeah. a little bigger with Lincoln. Again, not not a not not a blockbuster movie. More so big Oscar movie. So those are the types of movies he should be doing. 2015, sure. Bridge of Spies. Uh, same thing. Post. Uh, 2016, the BFG, which did not do well, did, which was no. I didn't mm -mm. see it. Love that book though. The Post was 2017. Ready yep. Player One, 2018. Yep. Then nothing, 2019, 2020, because uh, pandemic. Yep. 2021. Look at what he's produced. Look at what he's produced, and his name is all over like things, whether it's Transformers and other things. His name is all over these things produced. But oh, he's executive producing Animaniacs. Interesting. Oh, that's what I'm saying though. Is that he? I, I, and I, it, this is not me just coming up with this thing going. Oh, you know what I think Spielberg should do? He's he's made that decision. You look at that that resume that uh, she that Roxy just read down over since 2011. He hasn't done a lot of those big movies. He EP'd Bumblebee. I didn't yeah, know. yeah. He, well, I think anything with. Um, it, the Transformers uh, uh, franchise has his name on it now. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, he has been EPing left yeah. and right. This oh, is wild. He's EPing the whole. He apps. He apps left. He apps right. He apps 167 titles. Ooh. Yeah. So Same. must be exhausted. He's directed 62 things. It makes sense. But look, that's so that's but that's my point. I think that he knows where he is. He knows his he he's he's comfortable in his lane right now. Oh, he's got that thing that they announced a while ago, Blackhawk. Okay, is that a directing? Uh that's the uh uh war movie, yeah, okay. that he's directing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I gotta ask you. you to know, separate I'll, I'll, I'll black and hawk when you say that. Yes, please. <laughs> I am mumbling like <laughs> a mother. It's all right. So <laughs> any, well let's let's stick with Mangold for a moment. Okay, yeah, sure. So, yeah. he make, so he makes that comment. Um, of just chill, relax. It's just I'm not I'm not taking shots at anybody. I'm just I'm just kidding around here. It's yeah. and what it does. This is why Marvel can do a lot of these things right now is because of the multiverse. And they, they've already talked about how the multiverse is going to end in in 2025. Uh, the multiverse saga comes to an end after after the, the last Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, or whatever it is. Then then it comes to an end. So everybody, you're not going to see any more of that type stuff. But if you can do it, I don't and, think that's true. You don't think they're going to... We're not going to see any more of that. I guarantee you there's little bits I, and pieces. Maybe, but I think you got to nip it in the bud, though, after a while. I think it's fun to do for a few more, few more years and then, and then start focusing again. Because, um, yeah, Logan is just another... It's just a multiverse. It's, like, it's the same thing. It's like comics in general. You could, there were tons of stories, comic books, that didn't all fit into the same timeline. That you would, It was like a one-off, and you read them. And that's kind of how I always felt about Logan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's go over to DC for one sure, quick sure. second on it. Because, not to say that they're the... Uh, <laughs> Shill. 
I am a DC show. Uh, not to say that they're the gold standard right now. <laughs> Speaking of gold standards. Damn. All right. Cool, cool. So the, what, if we go over to DC for one second, people don't seem to be, people aren't half stoked with DC, but people don't seem to be confused about the fact that we've got uh, Ben Affleck, Robert Pattinson, Michael Keaton was coming back uh, possibly as um Still seems like it's going to Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll see what ends up happening there. Then at the same time, there was Batman on Titans. There was Batman in Gotham. There was, you know, there was just like 15 live-action Batmans at one time. It wasn't really 15, but it was legitimately like six um, all over the yeah. place. And people get it. It's Batman, so it's Batman. Right, right. So you, multiverse does work, and I don't think audiences get confused uh, by that, even though people say that they do. But I guess that doesn't mean that we always want to see it that way. We've yeah. seen it get very messy over it, there. It has. And it, well, they're fitting it into this whole thing with Kang, which I think is, is going to be more interesting. It's going to tie everything together and it'll play out. So I'm not, I wasn't worried about that at all. Well, it's going to negate anything that happened in Logan. It's like, no, there's, there's tons of stuff already that, that we know is going to happen. So that, that to me, I didn't even know this story was a thing until, um, until I saw the Mangold story. So combining so you, that, yeah, go ahead. You think we're still going to get a Wolverine casting? Casting? Um, maybe because you can still, I, I would assume that you can still talk about the casting if you're not going to have a movie that actually comes out. I don't know how it works legally. Yeah, I don't get I don't how know. it works I'm either. not sure. So so I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see. Either way, we know Hugh Jackman's coming back. I like the idea that he's coming back. I like that he's doing with, with Deadpool. And I think even in Deadpool 2, they had like time travel and stuff with Cable and, and how that all worked. So, Do you think that we're going to get multiverse him? Do you think we're going to get flashback him? Do you think that we're going to get Deadpool visioning him? Like what? Doing it all of that. All of it. Yeah, I think we can get all of it. Okay. Um, okay. So we'll move on. To well, by you mentioned Batman, by the way, and I don't know if you've watched all the Batman movies and you've seen everything. Batman fucks, <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's in Joy Mode, man. Uh, and why? Well, he doesn't need Joy Mode. Look, he's running around fighting, oh, yeah. doing all that stuff. He's 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 using supplements to work out, so he's using supplements to get down. Catwoman told me. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Look, the problem is, and I've mentioned this many times over, when you go to those gas stations and those stupid erection pill branded ones that you see, you're going, oh, I can get them. They're cheap. Yeah, but they're going to hurt you. They're not good for you. And a lot of the same stuff on the market that says they can help you in the bedroom, but the problem is you get a four-hour hard-on walking around knocking over plants. Nobody wants that. Joy Mode is here to save the day, and whether you're unhappy, happy or unhappy, it really doesn't matter. So, oh, I don't have problems in the bedroom. It's not about whether I can get it up. It has nothing to do with that. It's a matter of, like, same thing. It's a supplement. Now, if you do have problems, it's going to help you out. Same thing. Wouldn't you rather take a supplement designed to spice things up naturally rather than a prescription drug that can have harmful effects down the road? Joy Mode was created because the products on the market are not great, and they knew that they could do better. Prescriptions come with all sorts of side effects, and the over-the-counter gas station pills are just not, they're fraudulent, fraudulent. If you want to spice things up in the bedroom, you want to boost your sexual performance, you do it naturally without any of those nasty prescription drugs, we've got a special offer for the Big Thing audience. You go to usejoymode.com slash big thing or enter big thing at checkout for 20% off your first order. 20% off is, is that's pretty great. Usejoymode.com slash big thing. You get 20% off that first order. Thanks, Joy Mode. The most ironic part about that is that Joy Mode will give you a big thing. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why they, that, I think that's why they keep re-upping. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, it's just a perfect, it's a perfect fit. We can't not sponsor these guys. I mean, it's right. Y'all want a big thing? Joy mode. That's it. That's it. Who are you dating? And <laughs> new stories? Yeah, it's Uh-oh. been really a plethora of men just oh, trying no. to revolving door. Oh, not using joy mode. Cycling through. Oh. I, I can't even get them. I, I don't even meet them. They the might be mode. using joy mode. They're just not coming to my door. Well, no. wait, what happened? You were talking about yeah, you were the, sick of it. the number from the nails. Uh, Salon. The sl- the salon nailist. Yeah, I didn't going. respond. Oh, you didn't respond. Okay, my, I don't know what's my happening. My nail sl- because you don't watch SCN Live. I do. I watch it all the time. How was it? <laughs> really good. Yesterday. You guys did it good. Thank yeah. you so much. Okay. We did do good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I my nail woman quit. She sent me a long text. Oh, she got in a silent fight with her aunt. Oh. And she walked out. Okay. And then the next day, I got a text from a guy oh. saying, "Crystal gave me your number." That's not. Um, right. So she. I guess to try to set me up with this guy. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know what his last name is. I don't know what he does. I don't know what his social is. I don't know anything. Hi, Crystal gave me your number. Hi. Hi. So he was saying that I could respond to him, and I'm saying I don't want to get shot. Yeah, because you don't know who he is. Yeah, who are you? Yeah, if Crystal had more information on this fella. Nothing. Nothing. No, all he wants to talk about is the fact that Crystal left, which I'm devastated about. You hear about Crystal? She left. Want to go out and get some pizza? But what if he's the love of my life? That's the thing. hung like a bull. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, nobody on the horizon. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, but I'm back in the game. Oh, oh, you were excited again. Yeah, like, I go through Two weeks ago, you wanted nothing to do with this anymore. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm I'm going through a phase right now where I I feel like whenever I go through that phase where I'm like ready to fight, that's when I attract men, which is so weird. No, 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 it's not weird at all. It's like, it's the same thing. I was thinking about this the other day when I was looking for like a job and there was, I was talking to one particular company and I was just banking on everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, checking your emails. Oh my God, I hope this, I hope this is, it's gotta be it. And it doesn't happen. Right. Because you just, and then when you're like, ah, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily need that. Then, the, then the offers start coming in, and more things are happening. Like, I, ah, it's the same thing, da- thing with dating. Totally. It's like I don't care. No. I, it's yeah, I, definitely. But it, the thing that is weird, I did just, I just did a ten day stint back home in Boston, oh, and yeah. I am a fucking hot commodity there. Like back in Boston, if you are single, I'm your type. Out in LA, it is really. You'd be married if you went back to Boston. For sure, for sure. It's the same thing. Yeah. It was actually really bizarre. Not bizarre. uh, That's a weird way of putting it. Just in case they ever see this, it was really lovely. When I went home, we the Always Lola, the movie that I'm in, was playing at the Boston Film Festival, and I invited all my friends and family. They all showed up. All showed up. We sold out the theater. It was amazing, incredible. But one of those people is my ex boyfriend, who's wedding I went to. I remember. Right. So he was there with his wife. And it was, it's so funny to me because my friends all thought like, if I, if I didn't go to LA and if I just stayed home and w- decided. You would have married him. Yeah. I w- yeah. Because I, I, I fucking love this kid. He's amazing. Right. There's no, right. nothing between us. I know what you mean. But respect if, him as if a person. what I wanted, yeah, he's just a great guy. Yeah. So if what I wanted was to get married and have children and like live in a beautiful house and stay back in suburbia, then that would have just been, and it was so interesting to watch him and his wife live that life coming to my movie. Yeah. And I was like, this is such a weird I get it. feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's just interest. It, it was an interesting moment. I felt the same too. When I would go back to, when I would go back home with the, some of the, 
peeps when I would meet some of my friends from like first like eighth grade, oh. and I just remember going back when I was that age, going, "Oh, I want to be like you know." Whether it was, I've talked about Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be like, you know, and then, Dental, I can tell you, I, I have, I have, from from everything that we have done in, we've gone back to New York and we've gone back for Schmodown and other things too, and and reconnecting. It's like a different vibe when you go to L.A. and like just seeing these people again, and it's like, oh, they, it's like people look at you different because you've gone and you've gone off and done different things because it's. A lot of my friends who stayed back, and I think you have the same thing, the East Coast. Stayed back in the East Coast, and um, once it's like 22, 23, they start settling down. And yes. they start getting married. And it's a very different, and that's not just just East Coast. It's a lot of different places. It's hard out here. Yeah, it's yeah. really hard. Everybody there was there with their spouse. Every single one of right, my right, friends. Right, right, right. And, and right. all hired babysitters for the night. 100%. And afterwards, we're like, oh, we got to get home to our babysitter. And I was like, of course, thank you so much <laughs> for hiring a babysitter works. to come. Right. But it was That's just, it was so funny because there I am with my cast, and they're like looking at what my life could have, would have been, oh, but not should have. No, no. Could have, would have, never should have. Oh, my God. Yeah, Freudian slip. I want that. Life. No, it's only one thing. Here's the song about Roxy. Oh. And when she was almost married, she was with Lola <laughs> at the screening, and she saw the guy that could have been meaning with her and her life, but he was with his wife. And everybody <laughs> knows they took a knife and they cut a cake. And then my grandma on the table, but she's dancing on the table, said, Stop it, grandma. I'm talking about Rocky's life. She almost was the wife. But now she is an actress and she is a star. And I saw her sleeping in her car. <laughs> <laughs> your best one yeah that was really unbelievable and accurate yeah that's true i did see roxy sleeping in her car just nodding off okay i was already parked listen (laughs) i was meditating tell me more about the peg boys (laughs) (laughs) there's the deal with the peg boys i've actually gone back home and seen friends and and we're I always thought that people would be jealous of me going to L.A. and becoming a big yep. star like I am. Um, <laughs> but, no, I actually went back and I was like, oh, man, I wish I could have wanted this. Because, like, I've got a friend that married, has a great house. He's got right. this wood shop of, like, you know, it's got filters in it, every saw. Right. You like, wish you didn't have that thing. It's just like, we gotta, you got to go and yeah. Yeah. chase but, that thing. But yeah. you do. Right. But that's, that's the, the problem. problem. But that's you do. And I, I think that all the time. I said. Narcissistic assholes. I said to my sister the other day, like, I just genuinely wish that we got multiple lives. Because one of yeah. my lives could have been a back home. Line jumping. But I. Line jumping. You made this shit up, though, bro. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> I, if, it's not question. I mean, just do no it. shit, I made it up. If not, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be in 1956. <laughs> I don't know why I picked that year, but maybe, but either way, I'd oh. be a cabinet maker. Yeah, 1956, right. not a good time. Maybe for some. Not where for you me. went. Not for you. Not for you. Yeah. The Anyone whole else? time's been good could for us. Could I even us. vote then? I don't <laughs> think yeah. so. Could, when when could sure. women vote? Sixties. Good, good milkshake. Fifties. When, when could women vote? Good thing for we're time traveling white dudes. It's always like <laughs> you're, you're pretty much could just yeah. spin a wheel. You're good to time go. traveling, not good for me. <laughs> Speak for yourself, broad. <laughs> broad is the best. Can you pack me words. a sandwich for my time travel? That's true. Do me a favor. If I come on back, make sure you're wearing an apron. 
<laughs> Actually, an excellent cook. I've got you. Are you? Yeah. I don't know if that's true. No, I am. Oh, okay. I know I've had her cook. <laughs> Here we go. Cookies, you do the cookies He's again. Had my I cookies. never clipped that out. That's baking, though. <laughs> that's right. baking. We should probably talk about What is your signature? Oh, okay, go that. ahead. We, we can talk that. about sorry, Logan. Sorry, I'm sorry. Or I'm what's your oh signature dish? Oh, my gosh. Dish? Everybody chill. I'm going to pick one. Oh, let's do this. Oh. Well, no, you're going to do, you're going to talk about a little bit more, so we'll get into it. But let's talk about this one then. Werewolf by Night. Is um, that? Oh, you're gonna love this, Brett. Have you seen this trailer? I don't even know if they have a trailer yet for it, but uh, maybe they did. Yeah, they did. They did because I know they did it at, at D23. I yeah. wasn't sure if they showed it to everybody. Uh, it's like so a minute long. Michael, yeah. Michael Giacchino, who is the famous Gorman. composer, he's directing this take on um, yeah. uh, uh, Werewolf by Night, which is a Marvel thing, but it looks like an old school, like those '50s werewolf things. You love that shit. Yeah, right? yeah, totally. So you're gonna, I think you're gonna dig it. But where's um, let me find because they did like a special screening for it. People are losing their minds. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah, I, I figured where it was, but so Werewolf by Night is set in the MCU. For sure, I think people were asking if it was like a one-off and if it was if it didn't really like connect at all. So early reactions for Marvel Studios' upcoming one-off special, Werewolf by Night, came out yesterday with raves for the fifty-three-minute black and white horror tale, which evokes classic monster movies. So it's fifty-three minutes. That's wild runtime for this. What yeah. is it then? It's like a. I guess it's just kind of like a. Sure. I guess if you look at like an hour, maybe it was like it's like an hour and a half TV movie without the commercials. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you know when they used to run TV movies like that back in the day, but they'd be about an hour and a half because they had all the t- commercials. Yeah, that timing's off. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Celebrated composer Michael Giacchino <laughs> makes his directing debut on the project, which finally seems to deliver the one thing that Marvel often promises but occasionally delivers. Something genuinely different. Oh, man, salty so- shots fire. Ooh. It's stylized, full of cinematic transitions, heavily reliant on practical creature design, and it is a genuine horror story with a fair amount of brutality. Giacchino tells Slash Film that the story is definitely a part of the MCU. Just don't expect tie-ins to what else is going on out there as it's, it is a self-contained story. Giacchino says, we always looked at it as a night in the life of Jack and Elsa, and we never shed away from the fact that, okay, yes, this exists somewhere in the MCU. Somewhere else in the world at this moment, Spider-Man is swinging on something, and Captain America is doing something, but we're not going <laughs> to bother with that. We're just worried about this moment right here, wherever we are. Speaking with The Hollywood Reporter, Giacchino says he was surprised that the project earned a TV 14 rating as he always assumed they would get a harder rating. We always assumed it would be TVMA, but I wasn't always involved with what was happening on that end in terms of ratings and all that, but I am sure you are absolutely right that the black and white did help us with a certain range. Yeah, with violence and stuff, that makes a lot of sense. It's crazy that this is a Frozen crossover. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Jack and Elsa. I I go back sometimes. to that first clo- quote. Go back to that first quote because I think I can make anything dirty. Okay. Um, okay let's see. Oh, let's, 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 the first, the first <laughs> quote. Yeah. Right, right. So we always looked at uh, night in the life of Jack and Elsa. We never should. Uh, the, 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 no, here's a part. You know, so uh, Spider-Man is swinging on something. <laughs> Captain America's a doing something. Think he's swinging on a dick? <laughs> yeah, I think he's uh, <laughs> swinging on a ding. Yeah, a little dady. Didn't have my glasses. No, nobody does. Look, this 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 show, as I said when I watched it, everything that they said about this, the the early reactions, I think 
played in the in the trailer where I said, okay, I think that people like I feel like Bibiani is gonna love this unless he hates it because everyone else loves it. But I feel like he's gonna. <laughs> that was as salty as this article was to MCU. <laughs> but I, he he knows he and I, he and I play with this stuff all the time. I, I think he's a brilliant critic. I think Bibiani's a brilliant critic. I disagree the, with him on almost everything. Same, <laughs> but but to me, if someone can articulate the way that he does, mm-hmm. he's earned his spot as, as a he's a great critic. I disagree with every opinion, and I think a lot of the times he just post things against my opinions just to be contrarian. And I tell him that to his face. Um, but I think that he always backs up with what he's saying. So go ahead, Bibbs, do your thing. But I feel like this could be something that he loves. And I just, but it doesn't look like it's anything for me because I was like, okay, this, it, it's just an homage back in the, for this old school kind of um, monster creature filmmaking. But what I, what I do think it, why it is very important, and I'm glad that they're doing it, it's very similar to the same reason why I responded so much, and a lot of people did, to Prey, right? I still didn't see it. You still haven't seen Prey? Oh, no, you love how it. weird is that? You love it. So fire back on the budgets. Fire back. Or even if you don't even fire back on the budgets, make it look like you fired back on mm. the budgets. Because I'm still, I'm hoping that somebody takes this approach, whether it's what this homage to this monster movie, um, and makes it feel that way. And Stranger Things did that in season one with the way that it kind of made it feel very 80s and kind of old school and with the music. I want somebody to do this with Terminator so badly. Ooh. I want them to go back. Like, if you're going to do a series about Terminator, if you're going to do another movie, people are like, ah, Terminator's dead. In the way that they've been making it lately, I agree with you. But if you go back to that 1984 Stan Winston effects, old school horror kind of filmmaking, I think it can work. And I think this type of sh- show proves that, that if it's handled with care, it can work. Where is it? Is it a show or is it a movie? It's is it gonna be on Disney Plus? It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, okay. it's like, it's so a one. I think it's, it's like a one-off special for yeah. like Halloween. It's interesting that you said that this isn't necessarily for you, but you're glad that it's happening yes. because uh, the person that I who told me about this was Darina, yeah. and who is a horror junkie. And this is the first thing I've heard her excited about in yeah. terms of Marvel. It's right up her alley. Yeah and, yeah, and so I'm excited about that for people who are excited about this. But I do think that that was a weird shot because even things like. Uh, She-Hulk, so different, breaking the mold from Marvel. I don't think that Marvel has the problem anymore of everything being the same. We have gone so into different genres. I mean, like straight up all over the place. I agree. I mean, they they did this much so with with Captain America and and like Winter Soldier for the spy thriller. But I understand. I, I think it was a salty shot for sure in that article. But I do understand where, well, She-Hulk, right? It's it's clearly this. They're going after the sitcom, the Ally McBeal, but it still has. Me. You're right, but they're going. But they're also. But there's a. There's they're still throwing in superheroes and things of that nature to make it feel like it's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This, even though it takes place in the Marvel, from I haven't seen it, but from what I hear, you wouldn't even know. Like all of those shows, She-Hulk included, you know it's part of Marvel. I think that's what Chikino's saying. He's going, yeah, look. At some somewhere, there are superheroes in our world. We just don't acknowledge them because that's swinging not the story. on something, swinging yep. on the dicks. <laughs> um, but I, I'm not surprised at all that Darina is excited for Werewolf by Night. Right. I'm glad for that it's s- short. I, I'm not gonna. I mean, there's so many three and a half, four hour films out it's here. Special. Like, yeah, just want to see like special. something little, little, little snippet, little yeah. snippet of something. So I'm not, I'm not at all surprised that it's getting. I'm, and I'm glad for Chikino, who I like a lot, and that's another reason probably why. She's so excited yeah, for it. For sure. um, I love that image. Yeah, the image is great. It's 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 really great. I, I thought that was Rob Zombie coming after us. Yeah, it will, probably will be. But it's, <gasps> what did you 
Shame. Yeah, that's it. All right, so let's see. We'll move on to another. There's so many stories to talk about, guys, and this is a big one. Um, so Blade's been go- jumping back to the MCU here. Apparently, Blade is losing their uh, their director. Interesting. Trouble mm. in paradise. Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like it. Let's find out why. Filmmaker Bassam Tariq, who did Mogul Mowgli, which I have not seen, has dropped out of directing the Blade film at Marvel Studios. Now, the project has been getting ready to kick off filming this November in Atlanta, and it's unclear how his departure will impact the production start of the, uh, excuse me, will impact the production start of the, van- start of, I don't know, that's it. Unclear how this departure will impact the production start of the vampire action thriller. It will impact the production start. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oscar winner Mahershala Ali steps into the role of the half-immortal vampire hunting daywalker previously made famous by the Wesley Snipes-led trilogy. In a statement, Marvel said, due to continued shifts in our production schedule, bullshit, Bassam is no longer <laughs> moving forward. It's what they always say. Uh, moving forward as a director of Blade, but will remain an executive producer on the film. That's what mm-hmm. they always do. We appreciate Bassam's talent and all the work he's done getting Blade to where it is, um, which I, that's probably true. The studio is reportedly already in search mode for a new director. The project has been, what's that? The, the studio reportedly is already in search for mode right. for yeah. a new director. Yes. Right away, <laughs> especially if they're going in November. November, nice, nice what do you mean? Scoop. <laughs> in, in two months, you have a movie. The studio's in search for a new director. Right. Where'd you get that one, Scoops McGee? <laughs> Scoops McGee's a Dan Merle character. Did you know that? That's yeah, hilarious. Uh, Delroy Lindo and Aaron Pierce co-star in Blade, which currently remains on track for November third 2023 release yeah they're going to be rushing this out because um of that's the problem that the mcu has right when you get to a place where if somebody drops out or something you you can't if you announce a slate like this you can't start shifting things around because you i was watching rewatching the mcu with viv i said to her this feels like a tv show right she's like yeah it all feels like a tv show because we're on winter soldier right now Mm -hmm. so she's like asking all these questions it's really it's adorable watching it, it with her but you can't shift things around because the director drops out. You've got to go after a new one. But what do you guys think? Because I, I do, I do get skeptical when I hear scheduling. Because that's what do we tell them? The guy just yeah. threw a glass bottle at at Cheryl and took off. What do we do? Scheduling issues. <laughs> yeah. Which is super not what you're claiming happened here in this specific situation. No, 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 no. Of course not. I'm, no, no. I'm just saying I'm, in general, I'm not with at this you. Kind. What I usually think, I don't especially know who Cheryl is. <laughs> when, especially when it's somebody who is newer like him, I'm not saying that he's green, but he is not a household name of a director. I usually think that he has a vision that doesn't yes. align. Hundred percent. That's with what happened. The vision, yeah. and then they go with somebody who's going to be more of a company man. Look. Marvel is a machine yeah. right now. And so here's what I think probably happened. I think very, very close to what Roxy just said. And I think that what has happened recently with both Doctor Strange and Love and Thunder have been the two movies for Marvel recently, and, and even Eternals, which I liked. Um, Me too. Yeah. But all three of those movies, they grabbed very um, stylistic um, uh, directors, with their own style and their own like look and said, okay, we're gonna do something a little different here. Instead of getting these really great directors we've had in the past and having them direct a Marvel movie, we're gonna give them a Marvel property and let them do a Sam Raimi movie and let them do a Taika movie, let them do a Chloe Zhao movie. We're gonna let them do that. And all three of those movies have been mixed 
and they've gone away from the formula. And a lot of people go, oh, let, let the directors make their movies. And then they come out and say, oh, man, that one didn't work out. Taika made a comedy. And then, and then I sat down. I brought this up many times. I was sitting down right before the screening with Winston, and they were doing the, the interview with Kevin Feige on the carpet. And they said, you know, normally, um, and I think it was Eric Ishii that asked him this. He said, you know, normally you do, uh, so Captain America Winter Soldier was a spy thriller, and Ant-Man was a, was a heist film, and this was this. What's Thor Love and Thunder? And he goes, oh, this is a Taika movie. And I went, oh, no. Mm. And I love Taika, but I went, oh, no, that's, that's not good. So what I think happened here was, there, and that's another reason why they got, the, they got the director of WandaVision to now do Fantastic Four, because he plays ball, as you were saying. And it's me, company man, but play, plays towards the vision. And I think this is exactly what happened. Oh, I thought I was going to be able to make my own thing. Yeah. And you are the same way that, look, look at uh, Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler makes Ryan Coogler movies. For sure, but he's playing within Marvel. I don't think he's necessarily a company man. I don't mean company man negatively. I know that it has a negative connotation. You're stick with the plan. I just mean that they understand the greater vision and aren't trying yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, piss in the soup, right. which like is already a great soup. You yeah. know, and I think that it, that works. That might not work at DC right now because the company has no fucking vision. And it's, the directors have to come in and do it. They don't have a Feige. But when you do have that and you see it's working, right. then being a company man just means that you're you're part of the team. You're part of the overall vision. I know what you mean. I also, I just, I'm telling you, like, if you could really get Feige off the record, he, <laughs> I think you'd be like, look, we took a shot with making, letting Raimi do his own thing, letting yeah. Taika do his own thing, letting Chloe do his own thing. And just, all three of those movies have been the ones that have been the most split out of in, in recent times. That's super true. And it is weird because I I don't love two of those movies. Me too. I'm with you. I'm on the same page as you, but when I, you look at something like Eternals, it does make me hope that more directors are able to do their thing because I loved that movie. I did too, I did but too. I I thought out of the you three did? of those but I thought out of the three of those movies, it was in most sync with the plan though. I think it had her style all over it, but it felt more like a Marvel movie to me than the other than like out of the three of them, Thor: Love and Thunder's, and it, it, it's it, it's it. You might as well have been a mad on Mad TV. I've got to I've got to see this so I can get my assessment it's of so it. Goofy. No, I, I it's just so goofy. I just liked Doctor Strange way more yeah. than I disliked Thor. I got to rewatch both of them again too, because because you don't get any more of a. It's a Sam Raimi movie, like one hundred percent a Sam Raimi. I think you were. And I Sam, like him, but I don't like that. Yeah, I get it. I get uh, it. So uh, uh. now, but here's the thing: I do think. That Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, will clearly be a Ryan Kluger mo Kugler movie. However, as you said, I think he knows the plan. He yeah. knows how to play with it. He knows how to make a Marvel movie. The same way he was a Ryan Kugler movie, he knew how to make a Rocky movie, but make a Creed. He also has some serious heavy lifting to do that he yes. must be in cahoots with the studio about. I mean, they've got to be talking about it. Do you hear how long this movie's supposed to be? No. Right, uh, two hours and 40 minutes. Oh. Black Panther, what kind of forever? It's supposed oh. to be two forty, apparently. That's from the reports from two forty is long. That's long. For it's, a comic it, book it movie would too. it would be the I think I forget how long Endgame was. I think it's like two forty something. Endgame. Isn't it? Let's see. Let's see. I'm gonna we'll, we'll we'll find out right now. Endgame runtime. All I can tell you is Blonde was that long, and that was a challenge. Uh, so Endgame run Endgame was three hours oh. and two minutes. Wow! So, I thought it was so that's so that's that's the longest one. I think after that, I think No Way Home is the second. Do you remember 
Titanic feeling like it, I don't know if you guys had Titanic on VHS, but it came in two different yeah, VHSs, yeah, and yeah. I, we were, I would watch it at my TV screen in my kitchen, which was the size of my hand, yeah, yeah. and being like, this is the longest movie of all time. And now three-hour movies are... They, they pop just, up more yeah. than often. Yeah, yeah. it's true. It's Definitely. true. You weren't old enough to see it in the theater, right? Titanic? What year was it? 96? 97? 97 into 98, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I saw it in the theater, no, but I did watch like, it before school in elementary school on VHS. Would you, <laughs> Never let go. So, so they, they're, they're rumoring that like the movie's like 240. Would you bet that it, that it is? 245? Or would you bet something else? Well, think about that. And why, and why are you thinking about betting? You should bet on my bookie. <laughs> uh, my bookie, everybody. If you haven't checked out my bookie, you should be, and I'm so glad they keep coming back. And I'm glad that they're back because people have been using them. Why aren't you? It is football season, everybody. And you know football, and you pick winners all the time, so why not just get paid for them at my bookie? You can bet single game spreads, money lines, parlay multiple together to increase your payouts. There's low contest entry fees and over half a million to be won. Make it so you don't have to be a pro gambler to have fun. Getting started is very easy. You go to mybookie.ag, and you use that promo code, big thing, on your first deposit to secure a double deposit bonus. That is promo code big thing to get your deposit matched dollar for dollar all the way up to a thousand bucks. My bookie is a proven sports book that makes it simple to bet and win. So make this your winning season exclusively at my bookie. I'm telling you, man, if you're going in, like, I, I almost did it against uh, the Cowboys because I hate them so much with the Giants. But I, I was, I told you last week, I don't bet on the on, on my teams. No, you're not supposed I don't to bet on my teams, and I, I was glad I didn't because they lost. And I'm going to hear about it on Capes and Cows tomorrow, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, but either way, my bookie, what I, I think is, how great is that? If you put like 100 bucks, you get 200 It's bet. awesome. It's awesome. It's definitely love awesome. It. So make sure you check that out and let me know if you're using it. And you should, especially if you're going to bet on the game. You're not using a code. You have ours. Um, okay. Yeah. It's TV time. Yeah, it's time. Roxy Stryer has constantly, constantly, constantly been, every time she's on the show, has been doing the research, has been telling us what we should be watching for the weekends, and we got some stuff. Roxy, we got some stuff here. What do we got? So Handmaid's Tale is back, and... Oh, oh no. What happened? You know what? This is on me, Rox. What oh, happened? There was a I, gotta get, I gotta get those photos for you. Hold on, I'm gonna do, there's gonna be a ton of them here, guys. So here, this, Ooh. Oh. Oh, you, know, you know what, this is not true. Let me, let me make sure that I have it for you. <laughs> this is not true. <laughs> not true at all. I all thought right, there so, was music or something. No, we, not yet. Right, here it is. First one, Roxy. Yeah, go somebody ahead. make me a music cue. I Let's know. We go. Need, I got to talk to uh, to um, our good our good friend. Uh, Look at David that B. image. And starting over. Okay, yes. there's a ton of stuff that you guys need to be watching right now. Handmaid's Tale is back for season five. It's still on Hulu, and it is still the creepiest show on television. A lot of people talk about how parts of the show hit close to home, so. It definitely trigger warning, watch at your own risk, but it is unbelievable. Have you guys ever seen an episode of Hamlet Yes, Tale? I saw episode one. Excuse me. No. <laughs> <laughs> is that a no? Brett, Brett watches it all the time. I, I'm a, I'm a, I have a wife. Did you say he watches it all the time? I do. I've seen every- You caught up? Yeah, I'm caught up. I, no, I mean, season? I haven't seen this season. Okay, so no, excuse me. Because I'm, I'm watching epic programming, and so if- let me ask you this before we uh, uh, should I start Handmaid's Tale or should I do the patient 
Okay, great question because I am going to talk about the patient. I'm going to reserve my until you I plead, do it. yeah. Got I'm going to I'm going to plead the fifth for now. But Hammond Sale is definitely worth oh, your so guys' time. I do think that this actually would be a very difficult but great show to binge because we are five seasons deep and a lot has taken place. But you have to kind of be a glutton for punishment to enjoy this show in any way. It's just wildly well done. And so if you love great television, this is great television. But at least this season, finally, we're getting our due. Like, we're getting a little revenge. We're getting our comeuppets. Comeuppance? Comeuppance. Comeuppance? Comeuppance. Comeuppance. Yeah. <laughs> Comeuppance. I've been saying comeuppance for a really long Kermuppets. time. Really? Kermuppets? Yeah, Kermuppets. <laughs> hey, make yeah. it your own. Well, anyway. Sometimes you don't need to say it on air. Yeah, well, then this time I did. <laughs> okay. I think Handmaid's Tale is awesome, and this season is really good. We are watching Elizabeth Moss, who is just wildly talented, uh, be, show a new light to the character that we haven't seen in a little bit. It's creepy. It's scary. And she's knocking it out of the park. So I think that definitely watch this one. If you want to really see her good. knock it out of the park, then you should go knock and check it. that out. Is that what I said? Yeah, Jeez. I love this today. Oh, good. She can speak. Speaking right, of next? knocking things, Dahmer, yo. Oh, my God. So is this not the creepiest show on TV? You said, uh, you said the other one was. Well, the thing about this one that's creepy is that it's real. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you're watching this show, which is on Netflix, by the way, it's 10 episodes. It's starring Evan Peters, who is so, so effing good. I think it's like the fourth time he's played a serial killer. Is it really? <laughs> okay. This man really nails serial killer. Silver. Yeah, yeah, he's he's quite the killer. And this. <laughs> People are going to love that. He's really good. The show starts immediately, almost immediately, the first episode with him getting arrested. Oh. That, so that's not a spoiler. But that means that what we do for the entire 10 episodes is we play around with timeline. Mm. So like we bounce back from uh, 87, 91. We're kind of all over yeah, the yeah. place because I think that they wanted you immediately to know this man gets his kermuppets. And <laughs> he gets his kermuppets. Kermuppets. And they need you to know that because this is the most disgusting serial killer ever. Like, yeah. what, what we're watching is somebody who not only kills dozens, I don't even know how many, of people, um, drugs them, assaults them, eats them, yeah. freezes them, like, all of the things, which a lot of people know. But, but this show shows pure it to us. Pure definition of a monster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, monster, monster. And then, and then when confronted about it, it's like, mm-hmm. Right. That's me. Yeah. That's what I do. You know? Never so, lies about it. No. And it's just, it, to know this person existed just makes you feel icky in right. your own skin. Right. Just really, truly horrible. Uh, the show's excellent, but I don't know how to recommend this to somebody. It's very hard because I, I so I had um, uh, the guy who, who handles our, our a lot of our podca podcast stuff, he and I talk all the time, and he's like, you know, have you thought about covering Dahmer? He's like, it's really popular. And I was like, I just don't, I saw the trailer and I think that the trailer I watched and I thought he looked great in it. Mm -hmm. I said, I just don't know if I could do that. Yeah, I completely hear you. Can I tell you the truth about this show yeah. is that I, I never do this with shows ever. Yeah. Sometimes I'll hit the 15 second skip on Netflix through things mm. on this because I'm just like, I, I see what you guys are about to, you're about yeah. to show me eating somebody, him eating somebody. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I, right. I get what you're about to show me and I don't need to see that. I get that he's about to drug this person's drink for the 50th time. I actually am going to skip 15 seconds right. on that. Well, because you get it. It's powerful. It's powerful, yeah. but I'm like I sitting there at night alone watching it, like shaking that, in my boots. That's it's creepy. That's why I was like, I just, that's and that is one of the things when people ask me, like being out of my 
my own, right? Like I choose the stuff that I want to watch, if it's popular yeah. or not. Like if I just don't, and it's nothing against Evan Peters. I I love Evan Peters. Well, that's why you have me, a hundred percent. And I and I also don't think that it it is nothing against the filmmakers. It's nothing against anything. I just don't know if I want to put myself through that for that long. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, no part of the show is fun. Like no, no. Nor part should it be. Yeah, nor should it be, right. exactly. They, it's like what they did with that Zac Efron thing when he was Ted Bundy, when they tried to make like a comedy. And stuff yeah, that was loud and close and yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, I, but the thing about this show that also is makes it difficult to recommend the same thing that was difficult about recommending Pam and Tommy or yeah, any yeah, of these yeah. shows is that the victims' families were like, don't make this show. We don't yeah. want the show. Please yeah. don't oh, make the show. So that's challenging. And they yeah. made the show anyway. And the show is excellently done, but it's also like, uh, I don't know that you guys should have made the show either. Yeah, yeah. Why would you want to watch that if you're like, if you're, if this is like your, you know, your, whether it's your uncle or whoever it might have been. And, and you, and that's how you knew that that happened. And you got to watch it on Netflix. Mm. And it was in the, you know, he was caught in the 90s. So a lot of is these the people, that he was caught in? a lot oh. of these people are, it's their kid. Right. Their kid yeah, it's gone. Right, so it's like, right, of course right, they don't right. want to watch it. So the, uh, the opposite of feel good. But if you guys want something that will make you feel a little better, I'm repping right now my Taylor Hawkins shirt because I went to the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert last night, courtesy of Mark Ellis. So grateful that he was able to take me. It was amazing. The concert last night started at 7, and it was done at 1.30 in the morning. Who were some of the peeps that were on? Uh, every single person. It was everybody from Queen, from the yeah. Chili Peppers. Um, it was John Paul Jones. It was Miley Cyrus, Alanis Morissette. Paul Jones from Bachelor in Paradise? No. Uh, that would be amazing. Um, it was um, Led, people from Led Zeppelin, people from Van Halen, people from uh, all just every major, and obviously the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Uh, it was wild. It was wild to see drummers continue to circle through for all different acts to come on. Taylor Hawkins uh, was the drummer for the Foo Fighters. He passed away a I'm going to say almost a year ago, several months ago, they did this tribute concert and at Wembley. And then last night they did one in LA Taylor's son played on the drums too, which was incredible. And the entire six hour Wembley concert right now is on Paramount plus. Okay. If you are a fan of rock and roll, it is such a great thing to watch. Not only do they show the whole concert, but they intercut with some of the biggest legends of all time. Speaking about Taylor Hawkins, who was, it. it was amazing great. to watch. So if you love rock and I think that they're going to do the same thing with the LA one last night, Dave Chappelle came and sang creep. Really? Oh my God. It, Dave Chappelle walked on stage and I've never, I have some footage I'll show you. He literally sounded like a Muppet. It was unbelievable. What? He came on and was like, ah, it's like how I do Yoda. Is it hilarious? It was, yes, but he, I knew he might make an appearance because he came to Wembley, which I saw because I watched the Paramount yeah, Plus I remember, show. I remember that, yeah. And he just talked about Taylor because he loves yeah. rock and roll and he loved yeah. Taylor. And then he comes on stage and you think he's going to introduce something because Jack Black came on stage and, mm. and spoke. And so I was like, oh, Dave Chappelle's here. And then he just full blown starts singing "Creep," and then afterwards, Dave Grohl's like, "Didn't expect that, did you?" <laughs> That's amazing. And it was just like thing after thing. It was over a six hour show, so it was just like last night was six hour show. Over six wow. hours, it was <sighs> crazy. It went forever, yeah. and See, it, was, it, was, it was funny because I was supposed to go, and then I realized I'm so sad you weren't there. Well, I, 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 the thing is, what is what time did it start? Seven. Yeah. So, with what time did you get back home? Four in the morning. Two. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, we that's that's like that's a foreign way, territory. Way too much fun, and yeah. what hearing that Steph didn't know half the bands was great to hear. It was um. it was amazing though. She had a great time because she knew a lot of the songs because they're you know they're playing the most popular. Motley mm. Crue was there, oh, which so was good. bizarre girls, to see them girls, all come girls, on stage. Yeah. No, they didn't play that though. No. Yeah, sorry. We should have asked. Probably not. We can't, uh, probably can't play that in 2023. No. Um, 2022. Is it 2022? Stuart Copeland was there. It was like some of the most famous drummer, drummers of all time. Roger was there. Um, Brian May, yeah. uh, who did Love My Life. It was incredible. That's Just awesome. Amazing. So if you if you missed it, go to Paramount Plus. They stream the entire Wembley one. It is six hours of your time, so you might want to put it on when you're cooking or doing something else, but it's yes. great. I love it. All right. Yeah. Well, let's let's end strong then, Ox. We did that one already. That, that's not it. Let's that's let's, not let's, it. let's end strong. <laughs> that's not it. That's Dave Grohl that you've got. Uh, yeah, but you gotta let me talk about the patient. Oh, also. okay, okay, okay. But, okay, House of the Dragon. This no, show. No, we'll end with House of the Dragon. Go, go with the patient. Okay, well, the, both of these are strong. The patient is excellent. I can't keep asking you guys to do this without getting annoyed with you that you guys are not watching the show because it's twenty two minutes a week. Yeah. It's twenty two minutes a week. It's all you have to commit to it. This is Steve Carell's best performance ever. It is so good. This show. Emmy. Oh, yeah. give it, give them all of them right wow, now. Okay. Just sign them up for the Emmys okay. because it, I think this is going to be a limited series and he's going to sweep. This okay. show is going to sweep. Okay. It's excellent. How do you say Donald Gleason? Donald. 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 Donald Gleason is fantastic in this too. It's creepy, but it's only 22 minutes, so you can stomach but it. But not Dom or creepy. No. Okay. And that's real. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this is a little bit, uh, you can stomach it a little bit more. Yeah. It's also so isolated because 90% of this takes place in one room which is wild to see how they okay. make that entertaining. You okay. have to watch The Patient. It's FX, Hulu, 22 minutes a week. Commit to it now. Everybody's going to be talking about this come award season, so, so do it. just watch is it. Is yeah. FX Hulu different than just Hulu? Do I have to have something else? No, no. So all FX shows, because Disney owned, now go to Hulu. Oh, perfect. And okay. so it's FX if you have cable or Hulu if which you... Is, which is how I watch shows. I like it. Have you watched Old Man yet? Excellent. No, that's oh, like, man. oh, God. I, you yeah. know what? What am I doing here? I should just be home watching, watching things. stuff. Yeah, it's true. All right, so then we should, well, then let's close. And strong House of the Dragon. Yeah. Now, I thought of you immediately, if I can, if I can talk about this real yeah, quick. Yeah, give it to you, me. So this was something that I thought of very much, and we're going to talk spoilers here, so if you haven't seen it, you should probably shut this off right now. So the very end of this episode, mm-hmm. um, we're put back in that same position that we were in episode one mm-hmm. with... The, the difference being that yeah. two differences. One, Damon says, is she going to survive? And like, no, he does not make that call, but she doesn't give him the opportunity to make that call. She goes, fuck this. Yeah. I'm doing out on my own terms. And she walks out, says to the dragon, screams to the dragon, dragon's like, you sure? And she's like, yeah, I'm sure. Screaming Dakaris at him or whatever. And then the dragon lights her up. So that to me... That was always planned. So that, does that make, because of what happened in this episode, knowing that that was already planned, does that make number the, the first one different? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really appreciated that they are showing the, the juxtaposition of two people, neither of whom are perfect, uh, some of whom are worse than others, but yeah. and how they treat women and when they do ask for certain things versus when they don't. I also think that, Doctor, it's not like doctors today that know everything. Like you could see this guy's like, I don't know. Right. I don't know if they're right. going to whatever, which is my problem with the initial thing. But I do think that this, I saw an article that's talking about the show kind of digging itself a little bit of a hole right now. And I wonder how they're going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. The entire show is about who's going to end up on the throne, right? right? The, yeah. the fight for the throne. And they are making none of the characters good guys. 
none of the characters are people. The, the really good ones just died in the in the fire. The only uh, ones yeah. that were good. Yeah, yeah. So that is interesting when we when people now are rooting for the lesser of the evils. And it's really, this show is really working for me, and I did appreciate this. It still doesn't, like, to me, rectify the first episode, but I do like what they did here, and it does make it make sense a little bit yeah. more. But I think that it's going to be fascinating that, unlike in Game of Thrones, where I was like, put Sansa on the throne. Sansa on the throne. Here, I'm like... Mm. You don't know who you want. Uh, I, I will say, though, that I, I think that Renera makes some questionable choices, right? Yeah. For sure. But... From what um, Emma Darcy does in this, now I didn't know how I was going to feel about them when they came in because of how. The new cast, you mean? Or no, you Emma. Know, you didn't know how you're going to feel about what? Uh, their Specifically, perfor their yeah. performance. Oh, they. So. Um, I didn't know. Yeah. So um, when. And, and again, I, it had nothing to do with Emma Darcy. It, it was the idea that I just really liked Millie Alcock's performance. Yeah, really good. But the way that they introduced Renera, the older Renera mm. is with the tracking shot and the and the idea of giving birth, I'm like, okay, right away, Darcy has earned this. Yeah. yeah. Right away within I'm like, okay, I, no more reservation. And and then Olivia Cook is outstanding. Olivia Cook is so good. Outstanding. And like so where they're at, but I think that Renera though the character of Renera, she is, um, to me, uh, starting to make choices more uh, as the queen, the, that's going to, going to become the future queen, protecting, understanding. I thought she did make a good choice in the understanding with her husband going, look, I could just tell you to stay here like I did, but I, and, and I could just bring you with me and go follow me, mm. but bring, bring your guy. Yeah. Bring your guy. That that to me was okay. That was that was a good decision. That was a a, a nice decision. Like that was someone who I think she is. I think she is a good person. I think she makes. But stupid you see choices. the havoc that she's wreaking yes. on like all yes. of these men. Yes, that yes, are just true. Fucked mm -hmm. up yes. over her. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, well, your boy now. How do you feel about your boy Sir Kristen now? I think that I I feel bad. I feel yeah. bad about him. He's jaded. Yeah. Oh my god. But I kind of get it. Yeah. But he's just coming off like a bitter bitch. He is coming a little bit of rich. And that whole, well, that whole thing, but even the fact that he he taunts the dude and he's picking on those kids because he knows what's going to happen. Yeah. That whole scene, like the, the idea behind it. You know who we also haven't seen a lot of that might turn out to be the good guy is um, is uh, Graham McTavish's character of Sir Harold Westerling. Now, he's only been in a, a few episodes here and there, but we haven't, we haven't gotten enough yeah, from him. Yeah, early on. Yeah, we haven't gotten enough from him. He, he could be. And, and, and look, we're also only, what? Six episodes into this thing, we could very well get. But six some episodes more. of what? No, 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 I'm saying I don't disagree that. Uh, they, they, no, I mean se season one. Season, season one. I, oh, how many? They, oh, I don't know. Just, well, they're definitely doing season two. So is this journey? Is season two a, a decade, two decades of the future, four decades of the future, or or is this journey going to end? There. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I think that the majority of it is the battle for the throne and and the the civil war that eventually happens because they're they're really I, I don't there's there's in the world does do Alicent and Rhaenyra get back on the same page anymore? Who they're, do they're you prefer of the two of them? Character wise, yeah, <sighs> hard. It's hard um, because I understand where they're both coming from. Yeah. That's the problem, and that's what they've done. Not the problem. That's what they've done very well. The scene where Rhaenyra has to bring her baby to the queen after giving birth so was like, 
oh my god that's what i meant it, that that just right the blood away. dripping down yes. like the hall and but yeah. that's what i was saying be like the the second they're like well how are we gonna int-? everybody loves when yeah. talks. how are we gonna introduce emma at this point and they're like here's the scene and for an actor to come in and and do that crazy and fire that in there i knew right away what this version of Renera has been through. She's like, oh, she's not the same Renera was, she's not as, uh, as um, forgiving, or excuse me, as, as joyful as she was. Yeah, this is 10 years of shit. Yeah. And I think that now what the way that they're playing her is perfect. perfect. What, is, what is the, uh, Emma, is that their name? Emma, Emma Darcy. What have I seen did, them in before? I did recognize them, nothing? I, I, I don't, Maybe British I, I was not shit. familiar. I, probably yeah. British, for you, shit. British yeah, yeah. shit it was that was the name of the show British shit um okay look, we're, we've gone we've gone over but I will say this um how many episodes of Andor are you in four and it's, yeah, I, it's good this past episode was the best is it four yeah oh on um I I don't understand the whole show like I understand parts of it oh, I want but, you to ask me questions yeah oh my gosh thank you because yeah. I tried to ask uh Ace questions yeah. Yeah, and no Ace oh. was so sweet trying to explain things to me but I don't think he understood how little I understood. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I, I'm getting parts of it, but there was like a basic premise that I missed I, because I'm, I really like it, yeah. but I, I don't get all of it. That's fine. I've got some, you should reach out to the fans because they're usually very, very helpful and understanding <laughs> when you don't understand. I know. People were like, you're a fucking idiot if yeah. you don't get this. And I was like, I, then oh, I'm an idiot. I want, I want, you and I will talk about this, but look, we'll talk about it a little bit more. Um, and maybe we'll talk about Andor next week for sure. But we had a great show here, and there's a lot of stories that we left off the table, by the way. A lot like of what? Uh, there was, Roxy, don't ask me that right now, because then i got to go into them. Yeah, Jesus. This is, this Didn't you tell me you were going to tell me who might be the guest? Oh, yes, thank you. And that, well, that, that was one of the stories. So they, they mentioned about Blue Beetle um, and how Warner Brothers is very supportive over it. Hmm. And they're, they're, they are not going, because people were worried it was going to get canceled, but it's not. They were very supportive of it. So my, my guest coming into studio, hopefully within the next week or two, is, is Sholo Meneduena. Whoa. So um, who will, the Blue Beetle himself, a.k.a. Uh, Miguel from Cobra Kai. Nice. So just, uh, he and I have been speaking about it, and, and I've been working with his team to get him in here soon. So um, I finished Cobra Kai, by the way. And? Did you I, love it? Excellent. So great. Did I you see my interview with, with uh, Terry Silver? No. Oh, you need to. Really? So good. He yeah, he, he gives he gives a uh, it's it's really it's really great. I really great. I thought the show this season was just as great as other seasons. It, I I really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, me too. All right, listen. What we want you guys to do is make sure that you leave your comments for sure. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast feed. Follow us on Spotify. Make sure you're you're subscribed to the Apple Podcast feed. Download the episodes. Very helpful. If you want to um, go to that Amazon list, it's right there. Make sure you check that out. Patreon. We've got the new tiers coming in in October. Uh, whether it's the watch-alongs that we're doing. I do my Q&As. I have half-an-hour sessions that I do with people one-on-one. I think there's, there's four spots limited right now, but I think we're going to up that next month. And that's it, man. I'm, I'm really excited for this show. Thank you once again to all of you for making the studio the way it is. Please leave your comments. Thanks to Roxy. Thanks to Brett. We'll see you guys on the flip side. Peace out, everybody. It's the big thing. We'll see you next time. Uh... <laughs>